let's get down to business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get. Oh, I make money moves. You can't see me. My time is now. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of the Massive Joe Show podcast. Fitness times business. My name is Joseph Mensel, CEO of Massive Joe's. I am your host, and I'm joined in this very special episode 23 by the man who I consider to be what Dennis Rodman was to the Chicago Bulls in the 90s. Well, takes all the I, really, I really tripped over my words. I couldn't wait to get it out. I had to get it out. Dennis Rodman. The massive Joe's version of, that, of what Dennis Rodman was to the Chicago Bulls in the 90s. Are you talking about the drugs and stripper side or the basketball side? I'm talking about <laughs> everything inclusive, my man. Including the haircuts and the jewelry. And, <laughs> the uh, bad boy attitude. Yeah. The temper. <laughs> massive Joe's general manager, Steve Mills. Hello. What's happening, baby? I, we were actually talking about this today about going to New York. And I remember I bought a Dennis Rodman jersey when we were at the NBA store. This is what I'm saying. Well, actually, what, what's in, what inspired the Dennis Rodman reference mm. for you basketball fans out there was the fact that this is episode 23, mm-hmm. which is the greatest of all times number. LeBron. Michael Jordan. Dennis Rodman was Michael Jordan's teammate. Mm-hmm. And you sent me a photo of MJ and D-Rod earlier this week. For me to post as my as one of my Instagram stories. You're Michael Jordan. You yeah. get to pick one teammate, Rodman or Pippen. Who do you pick? Oh, I think I probably for me personally, <laughs> if I'm Michael Jordan, yeah. I probably pick Rodman because yeah. more fun. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Episode twenty three. We have an epic topic for you guys, but before we get into tell you what that topic is, for those of you tuning in for the first time. Our tagline is fitness times business. Mm-hmm. So we like to talk a little bit about fitness. We like to talk a little bit about business. We like to pick a topic that transcends both and talk about that topic in the realm of firstly fitness is where we like to start. And then we like to move on to business, career development for those of you who are not particularly interested in business, but still have a job. And then we like to give some practical advice, tips and tricks on how you can apply whatever it is we're talking about to both fitness, business, career, progression, and sometimes life, if we're feeling uh, uh, particularly um, um, enlightened. Philosophical. Exactly. That's the word I'm looking for, philosophical. Topic for this episode 23 is knowing when it's time to move on. Knowing when it's time to call a spade a spade. Knowing when it's time, I don't like to say this because it kind of sounds like you're, you're, you're um, giving up. But the fact of the matter is knowing when it's time to give up, Mm -hmm. knowing when it's time to stop pursuing a particular goal or dream or whatever it is, because the shit's just not working out Mm -hmm. and your time, effort, energy is going to be better spent on other areas of your life, other goals, other dreams. Mm -hmm. Big Neve, let's start with fitness, man. Well, the thing we're talking about with fitness here, like, it's very easy to sort of see it in, in certain ones, such as like bodybuilding is yeah. if there's somebody, and we see it with social media, obviously a lot of the time is people posting things on their Instagram story or Instagram page or the Facebook as well. And people saying, oh, I'm going to do the upcoming IFBB pro qualifier yeah. or nationals qualifier. Yeah. And they never get to the stage. Mm-hmm. And then they come around and they say, oh, I'm doing the Arnold qualifier season A, 20 weeks out. Yeah. Never compete. Yeah. Next time comes around, and just all the time, just saying they're going to compete, they never get there. Mm-hmm. They just live that bodybuilder lifestyle, but they never actually compete. Those kind of things. When their goal is to get to the stage, and they, yeah. but they just never do that. Something, some is, but then it might be on a higher level, such as like a powerlifter who wants to be the strongest, mm-hmm. 
over 100 or strongest heavyweight, whatever, bodybuilder in, in oh, sorry, strongest heavyweight powerlifter in um, Australia, whatever mm-hmm. that goal may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, he just never gets there. Mm-hmm. Is they keep going for it. Like they can just never, never keep reaching that goal. So what we're getting at here today is how do you know when to give up, stop chasing those goals and, and try something different or reassess your goals? Um, and yeah, how do you go about that? Do you, do you keep going after those goals, keep chasing them when it's just not working out? Or as you just said, do you, do you give up and, and try something different? And I think, you know what I think the first step of this is you've given the example of, of bodybuilding, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and powerlifting or strongman or whatever. So the competitive side of fitness. You can also kind of peel that right back and just go to personal fitness goals. If you want to lose a certain amount of weight or you want to get to a certain uh, body fat percentage or you want to be able to hit a certain lift for a certain weight for a certain number of reps, you can really apply it to any fitness-related goal, competitive or not competitive at all. Mm -hmm. I think that the first step in this knowing when it's time to move on is firstly just revisiting your goals Mm -hmm. and using the SMART goal framework, the S-M-A-R-T goal framework that we've spoken about in a number of podcasts. For those of you who are unaware, SMART, S-M-A-R-T stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. And just making sure that your goals do actually fit within that framework. And in particular are the realistic part. Mm making sure that whatever your fitness goal is that firstly you have the genetic potential to achieve whatever that goal is and the goal is realistic for your given genetic potential that you have the circumstances and the resources to achieve whatever goal it is that you're of the 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 right age for example, I mean, you're not going to be the strongest, it takes uh, uh, powerlifting, for example, mm. you're not going to be the strongest powerlifter in the country if you're 65 years old. Yeah. It's just not going to happen, yeah. right? So I think the first step, even before you consider whether or not it's time to move on, is just revisiting your goals. If you're setting goals, whether they're competitive, not competitive, whatever they may be, and you're continuously struggling to reach them, mm. the first thing is, is this goal actually realistic? Is it actually achievable? Is it actually attainable Mm. given my genetic circumstances, resources, age, and all the other variables that play into that? I think that's the first checkpoint. The the thing I'd written down was, was very similar to that in terms of making sure they're realistic and those kind of things is, is what is the situation that's preventing you from reaching your goal? Mm -hmm. And is that situation temporary or is it permanent? Well, is that situation within or outside your realm exactly. of control? Exactly. So that temporary is a temporary situation. Like I didn't compete in the bodybuilding show because uh, there was a personal situation, whatever. My house burnt down, let's mm-hmm. just say. And that threw me off. And then I, I missed training and dieting and stuff for two weeks. Um, or is it a permanent situation just such as you said, like you're 65 kilos, you're not going to beat the 140 kilo guys and have a thousand kilo total, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. But that situation there, you've got those things of if they're te- temporary or they're permanent and they're very easy to, to assess things such as you said, the genetics is, a, is really a permanent situation outside of your control. Whereas something that's temporary is stuff that you can change. Like, all right, mm-hmm. well, well, okay. I wanted to get on stage, but I didn't train hard enough. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't diet hard enough. I didn't do cardio hard enough. Well, that's fine. doesn't mean you have to give up on your goals. You didn't make it a stage, but the next time around, what you can do is you can really knuckle down and diet and train and fucking just focus 100% on, on for those 20 weeks in that bodybuilding comp. And then you can make it to stage or you can place or whatever your goal may be. Mm-hmm. But something like that is is a temporary situation because you can change that. So I think that's something to assess as well is, is the factors that are limiting uh, me reaching my goal and my outcome. Are they something that you can change or something that you can't change? And I think if there's something that you can't change, obviously, then that really comes to a head. That, and that's what maybe something rather than completely giving up is maybe those things you do need to reassess your goals. Mm. Okay, maybe I'm not going to be the strongest guy in Australia, full stop, but can I be the strongest guy in my weight class? Um I'm not going to, whatever, make a be uh, not going to place a bodybuilding show, but can I at least compete in a bodybuilding show? Or if I can't compete in a bodybuilding show, can I just get to a stage where I'm feeling confident on the beach? Mm. I mean, there's always something that you can change that goal. Um, I'm not. I, I really like this man, and I, I really like this because this was actually something that I hadn't even thought of. Mm. But I really like this, and as you're kind of talking about, it and as I'm thinking about it, it's actually like revisiting your goals mm. on you know a, a frequent basis. And when I say frequent, it might be once a year, once every couple of years, so on and so forth. Because as you get closer to achieving a particular goal, you're going to come up against certain things that perhaps you hadn't even considered, mm. right? So if you start, let's say, um, let's say bodybuilding, right? mm. that's what, what I'm most familiar with, physique-based sports. So let's let's say you start in, and I see this all the time, is guys, you know, start competing men's physique, right? And so they start competing in men's physique. And from very early on, they're like, my goal is to compete in men's physique and I want to make it to the Olympia. Yeah. Right? And I can see that they just don't have the genetics for it, Mm. right? But they don't know that. Okay, they just think I just got to train, I just got to diet, you know, I got to do this and that and whatever. And if I do the work, I will get to that point. Mm. As they progress along, you know, they do state shows, maybe they do quite well, Mm. they go on to nationals, maybe they get smoked, uh, or maybe they do well, they get onto the pro stage. Like, there's so many things that, 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 you're going to have to revisit these goals because you're going to be getting more and more feedback come in, more and more information come in as you progress towards them that you're going to go, fuck, maybe I actually overshot that goal. Maybe what I thought was realistic, now that I have a little bit more awareness, now that I have a bit more information, actually wasn't realistic and perhaps I need to readjust a little bit because I actually don't have the genetics to make it to the Olympia as a men's physique competitor. Or whatever the example is. Maybe I don't have the genetics to be the number one powerlifter in the country for my weight class. But you're not going to know that until you progress and you win. You, you go through the different the different checkpoints. Yeah. You go through the different gates to actually get there. So I really like that. But I think that's the thing is you do have to go through those gates to make that of course. choice. Because that's yeah. something. Then that's that's the other side of the coin yeah. is you don't want to just from, from the get-go just say, nah, I don't have the genetics. Well, mm. Have you actually tried? Are you sure? Like, how does your body respond to heavy weight training? How does your body respond to dieting? How does your body respond to weight training? Those guys, you see all these before and after pictures and, and you're one of them. I mean, everyone's one of them. It's mm. a before picture. You fucking never would have thought that this person turned into this person. But 100%. due to 10, 15 years of training and yeah. consistency is, yeah, they've gotten to that stage. Mm. I mean, everyone's seen that picture of Phil Heath playing basketball, for example. Nobody thought that 10 years later he'd be Mr. Olympia. Yeah. Is That's the other side of the coin is, yeah, just don't go and just say, all right, no, I'm, it's not attainable. We have to make those. And that's where probably seeing those smart goals, like you said, is mm-hmm. is is uh, like the time-bound ones is, all right, from the get-go, you've just said men's physique. All right, men's physique, let's just try and get to stage. 
Then from stage, let's try and place. Yep. Then place, let's try and get to nationals. Then from nationals, let's try and win nationals. Then from nationals, try and win your pro card. And you have to set those realistic goals. Mm. As soon as you're making them, then you know, all right, well, okay. Then at that stage where I just said about, about the permanent or the temporary, mm. is it that just your stature isn't just, you, you just aren't built, you don't have a small enough waist, you don't have big enough shoulders, you don't have whatever it may be. Mm. To, just to match it with the big guys. Mm. I mean, for me in bodybuilding, for example, I mean, I can look all right fucking on an Instagram story, but putting on stage, are my, like, are my levers the right length? Uh, do I have full muscle bellies? Do I have, fuck, my, arm, my, long, my arms are too long, my mm. chest insertions at weird points, whatever it may be. Like, you really, when you get to the nitty gritty is, yeah, okay, I can look good on in some regards, but I know myself, I'll never fucking win a national bodybuilding show. Um, but that's that's because I'm self-aware, but I won't know that until I actually look, diet down, get to a competition ready, actually stand there. And I, just from being at 15% or whatever, you can't make those kind of accusations unless you've actually gone there and tried it though. Mm. So I think that, that that continuously reviewing your goals and continuously exerting uh, more enlightened awareness, mm. I think, is probably the best way to describe it. Yeah. It's a big part of, of knowing when it's time to move on. I think then the second thing when it comes to fitness, uh, and this kind of ties into episode 22, execution is everything, mm. is actually making sure that you're giving everything you can give. Yeah. That you're actually putting in effort yeah. towards your goals. Mm. Because it's very, it's all well and good to, to, you know, do the first step, exert awareness, you know, reset the goals, make sure the goals are realistic, so on and so forth. But then once again, when you're kind of talking about the, the temporary or permanent within or outside your realm of control, if the reason you're continuously not reaching your goals is just because you're not actually doing the fucking work, yeah. that is not when it's time. That's not when you know it's time to move on because you can do more work. And if, if you, yeah, I mean, like I said, being when, let's just say getting lean for for the beach for yeah. summer, it's yeah. just a fitness goal. Yeah. Did you need to eat that Euros pack yesterday for lunch? Mm. I did. I probably didn't need to. Did you go and do cardio last night instead of sitting on the couch watching fucking shitty TV? Well, no, I didn't do cardio. Yeah. Those kind of things is like, all right, well, at the end of the day, when you stay in the mirror and you're fucking sitting there grabbing your chunk of fat on your guts, like you could actually be lean. And, and you don't need to give up, but the thing is, is you're just not putting in the actions required to get the results that you the, that you want. I have a uh, a, a nice little uh, tight saying that I like to use to describe this, and what I say is, I say, make sure that your actions map to your intentions. Mm. So, once you've re reviewed these smart goals, you know that they are specific measurable, attainable, realistic, time-bound. You've done the self-awareness. You've, you've taken in the feedback and you've reset them. You've reviewed them and mm. you're like, yep, this is good. You then have to make sure that your actions map to the intentions of achieving those goals. Mm. If your actions do not map to the intentions of achieving those goals, you're not going to fucking achieve the goals. Mm. Simple, straight up. Mm. But that is not... See, the, the thing with this topic, this knowing when it's time to move on... It's a very fine line that we walk between actually knowing when it's time to move on and people using it as a cop out for not actually putting in the fucking effort. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And what I was talking about before, just before we started though, is, and we quickly mentioned is you get guys. And as I said, we, we said it on, uh, we seen it on Instagram is guys that always post about, I'm going to get sponsored mm -hmm. and mate, 
you're not going to get sponsored. Like nobody's going to sponsor you. Some company might give you a 10% discount code, but you're not going to get sponsored. Mm. Like keep saying about how they're going to be the best men's physique model in Australia, but can't place top 10 at a fitness show. Mm -hmm. What is your advice to them then in terms of do you give up or, but if it's something they enjoy, like if it's something they enjoy, but Mm -hmm. what do they do? Do they just keep posting that on Instagram and without being rude, make himself look like a bit of an idiot, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, for them, what should they do? Should they give up or, or, or do they just, is it time for them just to have a good hard look at themselves and, and reflect and just have a look at some. And you know what? I think this is, this is kind of, this is the third step, right? Mm. So this is, this is the people that have exerted the awareness. They've reset the smart goals, their actions map to their intentions, and mm. they're still not achieving what they want to achieve. Mm. What, what then happens? Because mm. this is kind of where we're at the crux where, okay, maybe at this point, it's time to move on. Maybe at this time, at this point, it's time to call it. Maybe at this point, it's time to go and try something else. Mm. And I think really what it comes down to is, are you still enjoying Mm. pursuing the goals and the journey, the journey? Are you still enjoying what goes into the pursuit of a particular destination? Mm which is, which is, which is the journey. Mm. That's what I was going to say is if it comes down to the point where you simply aren't enjoying what you're doing anymore, then that's, I think the the key final straw and giveaway that that's when you need to give up. If you're sick of fucking eating chicken and broccoli day in, day out, Mm -hmm. but you, you're doing what you want. You want to be a fitness model. You want to be a a pro bodybuilder. Mm -hmm. You fuck, you're sick of it though. You're sick of training five days a week. You're sick of doing cardio every morning for an hour. You're sick of, prepping for bodybuilding shows like the joy is not in it anymore like it once was i think that's probably the biggest indicator to give it away and once again you know i just i i I tread so carefully when we talk about these topics because this can also very quickly become a cop-out for people Mm. because there's a difference between sacrificing and doing what you need to do to get uncomfortable enough to progress towards achieving a goal, right? You can't just achieve a goal and be comfortable and never sacrifice shit and never do shit you don't want to do. And, you know, it's all fucking sunshine and rainbows. That's completely shit advice. So I just want to tread very carefully and go, there's a big difference between sacrificing something to achieve a goal, which is inherently necessary to achieve a particular goal. And then sacrificing so much and still not achieving the goal to the point where the scales start to turn and you're like, you know what, not only do I not enjoy the process of trying to achieve this goal, but I'm just fucking sick of sacrificing so much and getting nothing from it. Mm. That's the difference. It's it, completely two ends, two different ends of the scale. So I just... I don't want people to listen to this podcast and start to get a, a tiny little bit of, of discomfort and have to give up a tiny little bit of sacrifice and go, ah, well, you know, Joe and Eve in episode 23 of the Massive Joe Show, they said, well, if I'm not enjoying the process, that it's time to move on. There's going to be plenty of periods where you're not going to enjoy the actual journey because you're sacrificing shit. You're doing shit that makes you uncomfortable. You're doing shit that you don't want to do that doesn't make you happy, but you do it because it's in pursuit of a goal that is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time bound. You are aware enough to reassess 
and your actions are mapping to your intentions. It's something that uh, that I'm, and probably you as well, um, you and I both for different reasons, but for myself, even like playing football is, um, I've played pretty high level footy growing up mm-hmm. um, and sort of around that stage, yeah, like 17, 18 and yeah, getting overlooked for the AFL draft, yeah. which really was my goal for a number of years, but also sort of the thing was as well is is that's all I'd ever really looked for was was the AFL draft. And then once that sort of passed, I'm like, fuck, am, am I started doubting myself, I guess. Mm. Am I good enough to, to make AFL? Am I good enough to do whatever? I mean, that was kind of thing is now you're lost. And it's kind of like, well, fuck, well, what am I doing this preseason for? What am I running 5-1Ks for? What am mm. I doing... 10 400s for or 2400s for like what, what am i doing this for like suddenly and then that- but the other thing for you is okay so at that age you know mm. that there's a very small window that you're going yeah. to be picked up in the draft yeah and once that window passes you have to reassess with with new enlightened awareness mm. the smart goals and go you know what fuck that window's passed yeah that's really no longer a realistic goal for me. So that's where you reevaluate and yeah. say, yeah, playing in, like playing out at Nord where I'm getting 50 bucks a game, let's say, um, the enjoyment isn't really there because it's a high stressful situation of yeah. playing that kind of level. I'm not going to get drafted like I originally thought. thought. Mm. Something like that is where, yeah, it probably, I didn't personally, but probably that is where someone can reevaluate and mm. say, all right, well, I still love footy though, but I'm not enjoying the process currently i'm not enjoying playing for norwood at that case like mm-hmm. do i go back to hope valley and play a grade or go play mobbery and teach gully div one and play the top level down from snfl where i can get 800 bucks and for all my mates that i grew up with all play out playing footy and still enjoy the process still love that and try and then reassess your goals and set new goals win a premiership with the modbury footy club or the hope valley footy clubs whatever it may be is and i think i personally didn't know that because i moved down to the, the business side of things and i set new goals and, and stepped away from footy completely and your priorities change but that's exactly right but i knew that for myself it was time to step away because mm-hmm. i didn't make the draft i wasn't enjoying footy anymore because i was fucking just hating running and training five days a week for 50 bucks i was getting paid 50 bucks a game mm-hmm before tax. Mm. So after tax, I was getting fucking like 40 something dollars a game for, and that, that was the thing is it, it wasn't enjoyable anymore. Mm. That goal that I was originally playing for wasn't there anymore. So I knew, all right, well, this is time to walk away now. It's time for me to have a different goal. And for me at that point in my life at 19 or 18, whatever it was, is I knew, all right, well, business is a new goal for me. And then I went down that avenue. So. Which is a perfect segue because let's take this topic knowing when it's time to move on let's apply to business. Yeah. There are an infinite number of people, (laughs) let's just go with people for now, that we see each and every day Mm -hmm. that we see what they post on social media Mm. and we're just like, dude, you are not supposed to be pursuing (laughs) this particular goal that you're talking about pursuing. Yeah. You just, you know, from the outside... Yeah. You just don't have what it takes. Yeah. And no surprises, there's going to be a pretty similar framework that applies to not just business, but career progression as well. Mm. It's going to be that enlightened awareness as you get more information, as you progress along your business journey or your career journey, it's going to be reassessing those smart goals, making sure that they still are realistic based Mm. on your circumstances, your resources, your age, your other variables that come into play. There's going to make sure that 
and this is a fucking big one when it comes to business and career progression, is making sure that your actions map to your intentions. Mm. Don't just fucking, you know, spit positive affirmations and bullshit on fucking Instagram about how amazing your business is going to be or how fantastic you're going to be as an employee or a manager or whatever the fuck and never actually do any work towards it. Mm. And then there's also going to be that element of, uh, are you actually enjoying the process? Mm. Are you actually enjoying the journey? Yeah. But I think there's a little bit more when it comes to business as well. Mm. I think there's a little bit more when it comes to career progression, Mm. because this is, you know, this is where we really kind of start, start that (laughs) really on a fine line here, because so many things with business, if you are ticking all of those prerequisites that we just went through it is literally like don't give up yeah because the thing that can take your business to the next level can literally be two seconds away from when you decide to walk away from it and that's a big thing where i just want to get back to the same point that i brought up in fitness is 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 that situation temporary or permanent and um and that what you just said then is is are those situations that's creating a business and, and even let's just say starting a business or continuing where you're running a business mm-hmm. is are those situations which preventing you from your business from taking off or booming or taking making profit whatever it may be yeah. are those situations temporary or are they a permanent situation mm-hmm. for example a temporary situation might be during initial startup for a business like the outlay cost buying the initial stock creating the website, yeah. um, fitting us uh, at a store, signage, all those kind of things. Mm. Your business isn't making money. Your business is probably making a loss during that stage. Mm-hmm. You're not taking a wage because you're building that up. But you don't give up at that stage because it's just a temporary thing. You're only Once you really you need to make a website, once mm. you need to do your signage, once you need to do your fit out, obviously you can update it down the track, but those kind of things are just temporary. They'll pass. Mm. Um, things such as, such as like marketing or right, paying a thousand dollars for a newspaper ad mm-hmm. that's a temporary reduction in, in income but that can lead to it's not a permanent mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. um and and that's a big thing that i think you look at i mean in business with, with messages for example is we've had like a lot of customs issues for example mm-hmm. lately mm-hmm. during business is, is you as the owner it's like all right well, fuck like this five of the last seven orders have been stuck in customs we've had customs issues or they haven't gotten near or they've fedex have lost shipments or they've got turned around in customs or those kind of things but that's not a reason for you to give up your business mm. or just quit massive juries because you've had a few small errors mps issues those kind of things yeah. they're, they're they're temporary situations mm-hmm. in business mm-hmm. and they'll pass mm-hmm. and times will get better and you'll sell that stock eventually when you get it in and then funds will change but that's the thing that i think people need to obviously yeah realize in business is it's not just uh everyone's seen that graph of, of highs and lows and it's not just one straight arrow from from rags to riches it's it's ups and downs and and every time you have a down you can't just chuck it away and just say look I'm giving it up. Yeah. What, what's the reason for this? We've seen at our Hyde Park store, for example, is um, it hasn't really negatively affected us too much, but like at Hyde Park, for example, is the roadworks have been done. So, I mean, a lot of businesses, that really was the store that broke the camel's back. But for us, we knew that it was just a temporary thing of the mm-hmm. of the road getting fixed for two months. Mm-hmm. But after that, it'll have a brand new street. Um, there'll be, yeah, better outdoor entertainment. There'll be the store people come in to see see the area those kind of things is yeah that's just a temporary it's not a permanent situation mm. 
So I think that's one big thing in, in business is are these situations that you're going through that you just want to pull the hat in. Like there's that thing that we see and there's that diagram you've seen. I think we've talked about it in the podcast before of the guy that's mining for that diamond. diamond. As you said, two yeah, seconds I away. Think about that so often. So, so often. yeah, so that's what I'm saying. And obviously it's, yeah, if you're just a shit business owner, I think it's one of those things where you really have to ha take a good hard look at yourself and just say, well, fuck, I'm doing everything I can, everything going right. And I'm just not cut out for this. It's the old uh, analogy that I like to use when it comes to, to business and also applies to career progression as well. Mm. If you're an employee is when you come up against a brick wall mm. in your journey. What do you do? Do you turn around and walk in the other direction? Mm. No. You figure out how to go over the brick wall, how to go under the brick wall, how to go around the brick wall, mm. or how to go through the fucker. Mm. Mm. That's just part of the journey, yeah. right? It's not going to, once again, it's not going to be sunshine and rainbows. It's not going to be a straight line from zero to a milli or whatever mm. the fucking number is or however you decide to measure success in business or career. Mm. There's going to be brick walls and you're going to have to figure out how to fucking deal with them. Mm. This kind of leads me to, all right, how many brick walls am I going to go through before it's time to try a different business or before it's time to try a different career? If you're interested in career progression, but not actually running your own thing. That's right. I think when, when is that point? So we've said that when it comes to fitness, it's about, are you enjoying the process? Are you getting to the point where you just like, you just, fucking sick of the process man i think that's a big thing probably as well is if it's if the business you're in is is it, is it a passion or is it simply just a dollar at the end mm. of the day i mean we brought it up before as phil knight with a shoe dog and yeah. and you and i both read that book and the amount of obstacles he faced with onyx Suka tiger in the first place mm. and and the bank's not lending him money and, and these kind of issues before he actually started that was even before he started nike mm. is if he just stopped every single time that he face an obstacle then we would never would have had nike it would have stopped at whatever his name blue fucking what was it called i can't remember what it was called his initial shoe um company mm -hmm. but um yeah but but to him like running was what he'd done through through college and high school passion was his passion his, his shoes and then running shoes and through his um business partner stuff was it was running was their passion mm -hmm. It wasn't just a dude who came from some fucking other industry and decided, oh, let's make shoes. Probably because in the, the day when they first faced their first obstacle, their second or third obstacle, mm. that's when they would have pissed off and done something else because mm. they're not really interested in it. It's, it's not something they want to do. I mean, it was like me going and selling fucking, setting up a handbag shop. Mm. I don't fuck give a fuck about handbags. <laughs> like if at the end of the day like if we face a couple fucking setbacks i'm like fuck this like i don't really give a shit this uh, is bullshit this is bullshit whereas if you me for example owning a gym let's say is or, or you owning a gym or or supplement business because we're in this but those kind of situations is that's what we're passionate about mm. we're passionate about health and fitness and helping people so we're willing to overcome those setbacks whereas mm. if we were selling something we don't really give a shit about then it's a lot easier for people to give up mm. And I think what I'm about to say, and finally, it's kind of come, become quite, quite obvious to me during this conversation, is not just a way of figuring out when it's time to move on, 
with, when it comes to business and career progression, but it's actually a way of figuring out how passionate you are mm. or if you're passionate at all yeah. about what you do. So given that, and this is a little bit of a summary of, of everything we've discussed in this episode as well, given that you are exerting enlightened awareness towards your SMART goals, using information that you're getting as you progress along your business journey, your career progression journey, and continuously iterating your SMART goals to make sure that they still are achievable, they still are realistic, and you know they're still, they're still SMART goals, effectively. Mm. Given that you are putting in the required effort and your actions are actually mapping to your intentions. And remember, the bigger the goal, the mm. more fucking effort it takes to achieve it. Mm. Given that that is happening, I like to think of regret mitigation. Mm. And the way I like to think of it in this context is to consider the regret associated with wasting time continuing to pursue a particular business goal or career goal mm -hmm. because if you're pursuing something, you're going to chew into time, you're going to chew into your life mm. and there's going to be regret associated with that. If it doesn't pay off, mm -hmm. you're going to go, fuck, I wasted so much time. Is that regret more or less than the regret associated with giving up mm -hmm. or with not trying? Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you are passionate about what you do, the regret associated with giving up or not trying is always going to far exceed the regret associated with lost time. Mm. Always. Because what else are you going to do with your time? Mm. If it's what you're passionate about, mm. you wouldn't rather be doing anything else with your time. You're going to be doing it anyway, really. If you're not passionate about it, there's a billion other fucking things you can do with your time, in which case there's going to be significant regret associated with the time lost pursuing something that has a high probability of not paying off. Mm. And that's how I like to look at it in, in, in the business realm, in the career progression realm, is through regret mitigation. So as uh, a business owner yourself, yes. what's your... Th those obviously are probably pretty good for business owners and other business Correct. owners. But what Correct. about employees? How do they know when it's time? It's exactly the same. I think it's a hundred percent the same applies whether you're an employee or a business owner. If you're an employee and you're in a current career and you look at regret mitigation mm. and the regret associated with continuing to try and progress along that particular career path mm. and the, time lost in doing so starts to exceed the time associated with changing direction and trying a different career, it's time to give up. And I think probably the beauty of being an employee is that if you're shit, your boss will get rid of you and do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, not all the not time. All the time, but generally, generally. Time. I mean, the thing is... We're like, not talking about shit employees, right? <laughs> we're, talk, we're talking about employees that are trying to progress in their career. Well, I'm talking about people that think they're fucking going to be the next fucking Steve Jobs. Yeah, but that's the that's the first step, <laughs> right? You can't skip the first step. This, Listen here, motherfuckers. In both fitness and business, you can't skip... That first step is important. That enlightened awareness, that reviewing your smart goals you can't go off in fucking wonderland and think you're going to be the next steve jobs or the next fucking ray crock or the next fucking richard branson if you just don't have an entrepreneurial bone in your body mm. 
That's the first step. You can't skip that step. Mm. I'm not going to say there's a lot of you motherfuckers listening, <laughs> but there's probably a few of you listening right now. Yeah. Guys, you have to be aware. I'm sure that you perhaps you want to be the next Richard Branson. Mm. But if you don't have what it takes, you just don't have what it takes. Fucking, I'm sure there's a lot of basketballers out there that want to be the next LeBron. They, they're not fucking six foot seven with the athletic capabilities of a beast. Yeah. It's never going to happen. For some reason, you know, when people think about athletics, they, they get that concept. They mm. understand that there is a genetic predisposition to being one of the best athletes in the world. Mm. You either have it or you don't. Guys, listen, the same thing happens in business. Mm. It's exactly that it's just not physical. Some people are just wired to be able to withstand a certain amount of risk, a certain amount of stress, a certain amount of responsibility that gives them the genetic predisposition to be a good entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Most people don't. They just don't. And it doesn't matter how bad you want to put fucking entrepreneur in your Instagram bio and you want to run a hundred million dollar company. If you don't have what it takes, you don't have what it takes. And that's the thing though as well is, is reassessing your goals. That's the first step. But the thing I'm saying here is if you're not Richard Branson, let's say owning Virgin yeah. or West Farmers, which owns Coles, for example. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're not going to be the CEO of West Farmers, yeah. can you be something like down from that? 100%. Can you be the, the CEO of Coles, for example? If you're not the CEO of Coles, can you be an area manager? Can and you the, be a store manager of Coles? Can you be a grocery manager of Coles? 100%. Can you be a fucking checkout chick? Can you be a nightfall manager? Can you be the fucking... Not much longer than check out, man. Check it, but you know what I'm saying but here. But this is why this step's so important, and and this is why you have to actually progress towards your goals and reassess. Because listen, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to be a business owner, I'm not saying don't start off thinking you're going to be the, the next Richard Branson. Absolutely, set it as high as you fucking can. If you're you know starting out to play basketball, I'm not saying don't set the goal of trying to be the next LeBron. Hmm. Absolutely, set it as set the set aim for the fucking stars. A hundred percent. As you progress along your journey, if you're in business and you're struggling to get your company to do a million dollars in sales a year, no matter how hard you try, it's probably time to recognize that you don't have what it takes to build a billion dollar company. But you're not going to know that until you get down that path. Same thing with fitness, same thing, same thing with every aspect of life. There has to be a continuous iterative process with this enlightened awareness, reviewing your goals, using the feedback of real life and real life experience and reassessing. It doesn't, there's nothing wrong with where you can't at too. A hundred percent. I think that people, like you just said about people want to put entrepreneur in their bio, yeah. but fuck, it's, it's not the billion end all. You don't have to be the it's owner. It's fashion at the moment. Yeah, but this thing, you don't need to be the owner of the company. You don't need Correct. to be the CEO of the company. There's nothing wrong with being the fucking store manager. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with being head of your department. Mm -hmm. It's fucking, it's terrific. Uh, there's, there's nothing wrong. Just the same as in fitness, there's nothing wrong. If your goal is just simply to get on stage, mm -hmm. if your goal is simply to fucking feel comfortable in the having no shirt on at the beach mm -hmm. that's perfectly fine but that's the thing is you're reassessing your goals and say alright well that's probably that's it for me though yeah I probably shouldn't be going and being a fucking owner of a business yeah but I do a fucking terrific job as store manager of Coles absolutely and that's going to come down back to what you said when it comes to fitness 
is just enjoying that process, man. Mm. Enjoying that process. If you're being so abrasive to the process because you're trying to pursue goals that are just completely unrealistic, mm. you're going to fucking hate it. Mm. You're like, going to fucking hate it. Like you love being a store manager, but at the end of the day, you don't have to go home and you don't have to go do payroll. Exactly. You don't have to do invoicing. You don't have to you go don't do... have the stress associated with the risk of being the fucking top dog in the business or the CEO or the owner or whatever the fuck it is. Mm. And that's completely fine. Mm. You got to find that 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 middle ground. You got to find that that ground of fulfillment and happiness in both fitness and business. Mm. Good, Neve. I like it. I mm. learned some shit today. Mm. Good. I learned some good stuff today, <laughs> courtesy of Dennis Rodman over here. Man, we asked one thing of uh, listeners of the podcast and viewers of the podcast on the massive Joe show YouTube channel. We record all these podcasts too. And that one thing that we ask, you tell them, man, I fucking tell them every episode. Well, the main thing we ask is just to let someone know. Yeah. Share. Let someone know about the podcast, whether you tell them, tell your brother, mm. tell your mother, tell mm. your father, tell your best mate, mm. tell the checkout chicka coals. We yeah, don't really next care. Next time you're at a, you're at like a dinner with your friends or, or, or a family get together or whatever. And you guys start talking about, you know, the latest TV show or movies that you've seen or whatever, you know, give us a little plug. So, you know what? I've been, I've been watching the massive Joe show or I've been listening to the podcast and it's fucking good. You guys should listen to. The other thing we ask is, and it's probably something that, uh, we are able to see the most, but sharing it on your Instagram, taking a screenshot of you listening to the podcast, whether it's the iTunes or the Spotify or YouTube, mm -hmm. take a screenshot, tag at Joseph Mensel, mm -hmm. tag at Neve Movement, mm -hmm. tag at Massive Joe's, mm -hmm. at the Massive Joe Show. In your Instagram story. In your Instagram story. Yeah. We'll share it, but let your mates know about it. Absolutely. We'll reshare it. We've been resharing every post. So yeah, get around it and share it because that's what is going to help us. That's all we ask. And we only ask that if you've got value from this episode. If you listen to this episode, you made it this far, you're like, man, that was fucking shit. Because we do that. We listen to podcasts. <laughs> but like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Then don't share it. <laughs> but if you've listened and you've got some value, and I think a bunch of you will have got value out of this episode 23, knowing when it's time to move on, we do ask that you share it person to person in your Instagram stories and wherever the fuck else you have the potential to share this shit. Mm -hmm. Big Neve. Mm -hmm. Thank you, man. You're welcome. That's a wrap. Episode 23 of the Massive Joe Show. Knowing when it's time to move on, I encourage you guys to take the practical advice that we've given in this podcast and apply it to both your fitness goals and your business or career progression goals. Use that enlightened awareness. Make sure that your actions are mapping to your intentions. And then make sure you're enjoying the process. Think about regret mitigation and actually go and apply you know, that's the biggest thing. We, we, we produce a lot of content, a lot of useful content, but it's only useful if you actually fucking use it. Mm -hmm. If you don't use it, it's just full mm -hmm. of shit. Yep. So go and use it. That's a wrap. Big Neve, where are we coming to him from, man? Massive.com. Stay massive. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Massive Joe's Show. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, whether it be SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, Stitcher, or TuneIn. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Massive Joe's Show, ensure that you give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting platform. Until next time, we're coming to you from Massive